Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Welcome to episode 64, how to stop comparing yourself to others. This is a much needed episode. In fact, I've been working on this topic with several clients lately. It's something that comes up for all of us along our life's journey. So today my aim is to dive into some of the roots of this, why do we do it and where does it come from? And then how can we turn it around? So hold tight and I'm going to start with a story. So I was one of three growing up. I had two younger brothers and every Christmas we would get the most wonderful presents And those presents would be put in stockings. Now, the stockings came from Uncle Roger. He was my very cool uncle who lived in Toronto, Canada, which may as well have been Mars when I was a child because they used to get all the coolest toys and cool new things first. Remember scratch and sniff stickers? Shoobies? (laughs) If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you're probably younger than me. (laughs) I have such fond memories of these novelties and these new things coming over from Toronto at Christmas. And one of the things he sent over was these beautiful stockings. They had this red fur, faux fur, on them and they felt really special. So each Christmas we would put these stockings to be filled by Father Christmas and on Christmas morning we'd wake up and the stockings would be filled with lots of little presents. Now myself and my brothers used to count how many presents we had got to see who'd got the most but every year we all had exactly the same number. My mother was obviously very aware of this competitive streak between us. And so she made sure that we had exactly the same number of presents. (sighs) Childhood comparison. I really believe that this is the root of a lot of this pattern of comparing ourselves to others. So maybe you were compared to a sibling. Maybe you were told, why can't you be more like your brother? Why can't you be better behaved like your sister? Maybe you were the less sporty one, or the less academic one, or the quieter one, or the noisier one. We grew up being compared to our siblings, or maybe to our friends. Why can't you do better at school? Why can't you be more like your friend Sarah that's so good in class? So this pattern of comparison 
extends out to school where our performance was measured in relation to others. And we all experienced this. We were graded, we were compared, we were rated, we were put in order. So we grow up as children learning to find who we are in the world and to shape our identity around where we fit in in relation to others. So our very identity is shaped and formed by the comparison to others. So it's time to stop blaming yourself if you've been in this pattern, knowing that this is how we were raised. These are the environments, the home, the family, the school. These are the systems that operated. So when I'm working with clients, we quite often need to undo and release old energy, old patterns, old trauma, old beliefs from these times. Our own identity becomes based on the message of others. Yeah? Especially as children, we don't consciously decide our identity. We shape it based on the feedback we get from others, on their words, their beliefs about us. So I remember being probably about 11 or 12 years old and I was in a maths class. I, fair enough, wasn't that interested in maths and that I will acknowledge. And I had a tendency to chat a lot and have quite a lot of fun. And I remember being told off for having too much fun in class. And I was told to go outside the classroom and I was given a pine cone and I was told to stand outside the classroom and count the number of kernels on the pine cone. And of course, whilst I was stood outside the classroom doing my inane task, I then got told off by another teacher. What are you doing outside the class? How this was supposed to support me, I have no idea. But it became apparent that I was being labelled as the one that was no good at maths. And so I carried this idea that I'm no good at maths or numbers and that I'm worse than others. I carried this well into my adult life and it became part of my money story. So I've had to actively unravel that identity. And the truth is I actually won a national award for maths at school. And I actually did well in my exams and I'm actually okay with numbers. It might not be my favorite thing, but I actually have created well over a million pounds in my business, my second business so far. So it turns out that identity I adopted isn't quite true. And remember what identity you've been given, whatever identity you've been given, it is possible to change that. You get to decide what your identity is today, no matter what someone's labelled you as, no matter what you were labelled as, as a child, you get to choose your identity now. But of course, identity becomes a habit. And so we're running this habit and we're running behaviours that align with this habit until we actually consciously become aware of this identity we've adopted. And the last route I'm going to touch on now is social media. Yes, 
So let's put a slightly different lens on this today. So of course, it's very, very easy to compare yourself to others when you are given a constant daily feed of the outside of other people's lives, the shiny, glossy, happy parts of their lives that we all choose selectively to share on social media. But there's so many ways we can manage this. With the tools that are available now, we can unfollow, we can mute people for a bit, we can take a digital detox and all of these can be valuable tools if it's getting on top of you. And at the same time, I am grateful to and appreciate social media for showing me what's possible, for accelerating my own healing and bringing things up for healing when I get triggered. And I invite you into that perspective too. So let's look at some ways you can turn this around. If this is you, if you find yourself getting dragged down by comparing yourself to others, if you find yourself feeling inadequate or not enough because of this pattern of comparing yourself to others, or if you find yourself feeling inferior, these guidelines are for you. So number one, see these images, these stories of others, see it as inspiration. What you are seeing in others is possible for you. And that's why we have an emotional response. Yeah, because there's something in our soul that is craving an aspect of what someone else has. So see it as a clue for what you are deeply desiring in your heart and soul. The loving relationship, the travel, adventure, freedom in your life. Allow the trigger to serve you. Perhaps you are secretly craving a better wardrobe with beautiful clothes that make you feel like the best version of yourself. Look for aspects of what's triggering you and see where there may be unfulfilled parts of you that are calling for attention. And you can say, thank you. Thank you for showing me what's possible. Thank you for shining a light on my own desires. So the second guideline is to get really excited about your life and work and your vision for your life. So when we're bored or we've fallen out of love with what we're doing or we don't have a vision for our life, then we can start getting sucked into what other people are doing. So the invitation is to put the focus back on you. So we often start envying others or looking outside ourselves when we are bored, we've accomplished all our past goals, or we've gotten disconnected from what is joyful and fun for us now. So the invitation is to create a new vision and to explore 
what success is for you right now, not what it used to be, not what it is for your friends or family members, but what is success for you right now? Okay, the third guideline is to get really grateful and appreciative for all that's already in your life. Hey, you're always going to crave more. We're human. (laughs) Part of the human condition is never to be satisfied. So one week ago, I bought myself a pair of new trainers, which I have wanted for ages. And they're gorgeous. They're Valentino Rockstar trainers. And they've been on my vision board for ages. And I'm super happy I've got them and I love wearing them. And a week later, I'm already looking at different designs. (laughs) I'm like, really, Polly? I caught myself. The ego, the mind says, oh, to be happier, I need a new fix. This is always going to happen. And now I watch it and note it with amusement. And I decide when to listen and when not to listen. But it's just human nature to always be wanting new, to always want variety, to be craving expansion. So you just have to understand that even when you hit these goals, there is a way in which you won't be satisfied and a way in which you will. And you always have that choice to make. So I invite you to learn to celebrate yourself and others And be proud of your progress and achievements, however small. So one of the ways that I like to do this is the end of every day, I make a list of what I'm proud of, of that day. I take time pretty much every day to acknowledge what I personally am celebrating and proud of. And this increases the level of satisfaction and happiness in my life, regardless of how, how I am doing, regardless of how I am doing in relation to others. Does that make sense? This art of cultivating acceptance and appreciation for what we already have is absolutely essential. And two ways to do this are to slow down and to bring mindfulness your actions and your day. Okay, so the fourth guideline is to compare yourself to where you were one year, three years, five years, or even 10 years ago. Not to compare yourself to anyone else. Why? They didn't have the same family background you did or the same upbringing. They didn't have the same wounds or traumas. They didn't have the same relationships you did. They didn't have the same health challenges you did. They haven't experienced the same failures or disappointments you have. And their soul is not on the same journey as your soul. It's not here to learn the same lessons. So I invite you to stop comparing yourself to others, but only Compare yourself to where you were. Look at how far you've come. As I mentioned in a recent episode, the life I live now is a life 
that was once the life of my wildest dreams, almost beyond what my imagination could conceive of 20 years ago. 10 years ago, I felt like I'd lost everything. Five years ago, I felt like I had so far to go. And now I'm living that life of my dreams and wondering and exploring and playing with what's next. When I compare myself to how far I've come, I'm filled with pride, with a sense of accomplishment, with joy and with satisfaction. And so will you be. So to recap, to turn around this pattern of comparing yourself to others, see what they're doing as inspiration. Get excited about your life and work and your vision for your life. Get really appreciative and grateful for all that's already present. And compare yourself to where you were in the past, not to others. And the last thing I'm going to share today is an invitation into looking at what secret rules you are running that say you should be in a different place to where you are. Often we have an internal dialogue that says, I should be further ahead by now. I should be making more money. I shouldn't be working so hard. So watch out for these shoulds and I invite you to question them and explore them. This is work I do with my clients and in my programs to deconstruct these invisible rules we've put in place for ourselves so that we can be freed, free to experience more joy, more contentment, more fulfillment, more satisfaction and more happiness. And on that note, I invite you to claim your freedom from comparison now and in the future. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I just want to say a big heartfelt welcome if this is the first time you're with me and a welcome back to all my loyal listeners. If you haven't had the opportunity to leave a review yet, I would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get discovered by more people and I love hearing your feedback. Just go to the ratings and review section on iTunes. So if you're listening on your phone on iTunes, you can scroll down to the bottom and you will see an opportunity to rate and review. It literally takes a minute and it means the world to me. Thank you so much for being here. If you would like to dive deeper with me, sign up for my free gifts with the link in the show notes. Thank you for being here. Have an amazing week. Bye for now.